Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide please ladies and gentlemen excuse me just for one moment i have uh, somebody who snuck in here once again uh we're gonna have to uh, get that taken care of here after the intro but uh, it's gonna be a little wild give me just one moment however after before we dive into that yep give me one second everybody welcome into the show hold on one sec Hey, it's a show live in primetime, folks. You never know what's going to happen around the TTL pod. Tell you what, today, though, holy cannoli. All right. Uh, somebody has figured out how to uh, get opposable thumbs or something along the sorts. I have no idea, but that's two for two now that uh, somebody has uh, found out how to break into here. So uh, I slammed it shut. I've barricaded the door. Hopefully, we won't get any wires unplugged or any nonsense, but let me try that again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide. Welcome into episode number 250 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful March the 30th, 2022. Now, my friends, obviously it's going to be uh, kind of a wild episode here today. Uh, started off uh, all over the map. Why not? Hey, you know, it's uh, it's kind of been all over the map type of week for you, boys. So we might as well keep that train on the tracks and uh, catch some good vibes here today. Now, before we dive into the show, my friends, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, hey, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the Talking the Line Sports Media YouTube channel. Or if you're watching on one of our social media uh, platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of the additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket. Hey, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching your boy today. Maybe take an extra second to hit that other like button. Leave me a comment. Leave me a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. You know I love to connect with you guys live here on the show. I'll be keeping tabs on the comment section all day. Or maybe hit that share button as well. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what I am right here at the TTL pod and I can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps me make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over down out of this episode's description 
where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of our social platforms, and our additional content, so you can consume all of that in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us, or me rather, for episode number 250 of the Talking the Line podcast, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out, get some picks, get some insights, do a little board walking, have some laughs, learn a little bit of, of additional stuff along the way. Who knows what rabbit hole we might fall into. Now, I got to be... Uh, fully transparent with you guys before I'm fully transparent for my best bets of the day. I heard Matilda break in uh, as the intro was rocking and rolling, and I thought in the back of my head, like, no, nah, this is impossible. This is She didn't do this again. No way. No way is it possible. So I just like, nah, let it keep playing. I shit you not, the moment that the outro or the intro music started to dim down, I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's unmute the mic. All right, bright eyes, big smiles. It's time to get with it. I look to my left, and here stands Matilda, and I, oh my gosh, how can I possibly get her out of here, have you guys come into it a blank screen and wonder what in the hell's going on, so I say, hey, good morning, how's it going, everybody, wildness going on, let me shoot off the screen real quick, got her out of here, she's chilling, she's not happy about that, uh, gave me a little uh, angry stare as I tossed her out the window, but, or out the door, rather, but hey, that's all right. We don't need little kitties in here unplugging shit and going left, right, and center and diving through the windows. This is not a jungle gym. This is a recording studio. So we keep this show steaming on down the tracks, the proverbial podcast train. And speaking of transparency, um, I'm always going to be transparent with you, you guys. I'm never going to hide anything from you. I'm going to always tweet about it during the game, whether I'm doing good, whether I'm doing bad. I'm going to tweet out how my plays did that night, and then I'm going to show up every single day here, and I'm going to show you how my plays did yesterday. So without further ado... Mis compadres, let's recap all of my best bets of the day from yesterday, March the 29th, 2022. Okie dokie, artichokies, uh, there you see it on the screen, one and two on the day, down uh, about a little over half a unit, 0.59 units. Uh, Musketeers took care of business, plus the one and a half, they ended up winning that bad boy outright. Uh, St. Bonnie's tried to do their usual bullshit, be down by 20 points, come all the way back. Uh, everybody was saying, oh, Xavier Choke Artist, Xavier Choke Artist, and then it just didn't happen. So got that one of the pay window. Uh, not really sure, I tweeted out last night why the books made it so easy for the Aggies to handle business. Uh, if they were going to win it by double digits, that line made no sense with them against the uh, Washington State Cougars. Uh, I was lining up with Dion D'Amico, shout out at the First Lady of Vegas, shout out Joe D'Amico at Joe D'Amico wins. Uh, appreciate the hell out of you guys, we were lining up on the Washington Cougars, and I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, two for Tuesday parlay, one for two, you know how it is with the parlays, kids, you got to get them both, and we sure didn't. Uh, that New York Islanders and Columbus Blue Jackets finished at seven. Uh, it was 4-2 to two all the way till about three minutes left in the game, and then Columbus snuck one pass to finish the game 4-3. to three. So a couple of bad beats there to uh, put us 1-2, and two, down a half a unit on the day. Uh, last seven days, I'm only down two units. Uh, I know it's been a couple of wheel spinning days, but hey, no big deal. We'll get back with it. We'll get rocking and rolling. We'll get right back into the ticket cashing today. So all of yesterday's best bets of the day, always fully transparent with you. You know the drill. Uh, but for now, my friends, I don't have a whole boatload. Um, I got plenty we can talk about, or I can talk about rather, if you guys want to jump in the comments section too. Uh, come the second half of the show, as far as um, yesterday's action, some of the, the games on tap, some breaking news, all that, latest and greatest, everything in between. Uh, just wanted to save some time here, uh, just right, uh, right away, get a little, uh, little board walking right here, live in primetime first thing. So no, uh, no hesitation, no delay. 
I'm going to reshare the screen, my friends, and we are going to get the first segment of the day started. Boardwalking with your boy, Captain Cole. That's right. Uh, if you want uh, more analysis on another play, if I don't stop by one game long enough, because I don't have a lot of staunch opinions here in the NBA to start things off. If you got anything on your mind, anything in between you've been looking at, please feel free. The live chat is open. I'll pop your comment up on the screen. We can all talk about it. We'll have a fucking blast. Jump in. The live chat's open. I'll be here the whole doggone day. So without further ado, my friends, let me click on over here. Get us in that old full screen mode, if you will. Make sure this is out of my way. All right. Now, without further ado, my friends, let me get this. Okay. Let's do one of these numbers as always, and my friends, we dive into the NBA slate of the day. Now, we need to hide that because, hey, we don't need to see that. Okay, beautiful. My friends, we're going to start things off. Rotation number 559, 560, top of your screen there, the Denver Nuggets against the Indiana Pacers. 6, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time tip. Uh, you can see it right there on your screen, opened up, uh, and I'll, I'll run through these right here uh, so you guys kind of know where I'm at and what I'm talking about. Once again, opened up 9.5 across the markets. Uh, the total opened up at 232 as well. Uh, right now, you can see that Denver, as the favorite, is getting 66% of the tickets and 52% of the money right now. So definitely a public side on Denver laying the wood. Looks like 9.5 held pretty firm across the entire market. And it looks like the total starting to trickle up a little bit. 234. Circa, our good friends over at Circa, shout out right behind us there. Uh, good friends over at Westgate as well. You see that. Uh, 233.5 up to DraftKings, uh, Caesars and Wimbet, uh, identical actually Wimbet up to 234.5. So I'm looking at this one right off the jump. Obviously, we're seeing no splits, nothing uh, all too major of note. I'm not going to tell you to run to the Pacers with the way they've been playing as of late and grab those 9.5. I do think that this over has some value, though. Um, I can actually, let me pull up. Let me pull up the old Action Network app, see if they got anything uh, brewing on this game. Ah, shout out Bruin. Shout out the Ether Brews. I always think about those guys. <laughs> shout out. Um, let's see here. Let me get to the actual right slate. We need NBA, not NHL. Colt, what do you think? All right, there we go. Uh, so, Denver, Indiana, the over... No, I'm sorry, the under right now is actually getting the action. Um... 29% bets, 52% of money wagered on the under right now per the Action Network app. So... Do with that information as you please. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, I, I don't know if I'm seeing if I'm seeing WinBet move it up that much after open. If Circa's honoring it by two points, Circa's usually pretty tried and true with their line movement. Um, so I would say my best bet out of this matchup. Again, I have no plays, nothing here in this one. Uh, I would take the over 234 in Denver and Indiana. So I will. Uh, I'll put these on the the ones that I say my leans. I'll put these on my tracking app and just kind of see, or uh, I'll just put them in my bet slip and I'll see. Like kind of where the line movement, what happens as the uh, as the show rolls along here. But there you go. First one, uh, over 234, 233 and a half, 234 and a half. I, I think 235 might be my top on that one. But if Circa's moving it, oh, there you go. 234 and a half. Circa just caught the hook as well. So I think it's just, it's just literally just as we talked. You see that red right there just moved up to 234 and a half. So I think that over is going to be the solid play. I look at that less as a sharp play on the under and more of some severe monetary liability for the old books that uh, they're going to be wanting to take care of. So there you go. There you have it. Let's keep it moving. Next game right up on tap 
the Dallas Mavericks against the Cleveland Cavaliers, rotation number 561-562. This one is actually our Moneyline Dice roll of the day here. Uh, So we'll get into that segment uh, once the uh, show rolls on. But this uh, this game's a little bit bizarre. Dallas obviously just rolled the Lakers last night, covered that 12.5. The Lakers are dead. They look terrible. Uh, I'll be talking about it on the second half of the show. But um, I'm not really sure. I think that you kind of go with Cleveland in this spot. The number is dropping down more in their favor. Obviously, Dallas. Uh, being the public side so far, 57% of tickets, 53% of money. If I'm leaning anywhere, especially with this line movement right now, uh, do your line shopping because it looks like you can still get a hook and maybe three in some spots. Um, I would lean towards the Cleveland Cavaliers plus the three, and then no opinion on the total as of right now. So there you go. There you have it. Moving right along. Rotation number 563 and 564. We got the Orlando Magic and the Washington Wizards. Right now, the Wizards are the, I wouldn't say severe public uh, home favorite, but they are uh, the public favorite nonetheless. 57% of tickets and 66% of bets coming in on the Washington spread. They are a three-point home favorite, three and a half in some spots. Opened up at four, so you be the judge if uh, you see seeing all the handle coming in on that uh, favorite and that getting easy for them to cover is the right thing for you to back or not. I don't think so. I think you take Orlando, uh, but I'm not all the way sold on that by any means uh total opened up at 222 down to 218 and a half in a lot of spots 219 looks hold firm does look like that under is the public favorite once again but uh i don't know if the books are kind of honoring it i see that as a little bit more of uh some some setup there so i would say as i'm having all types of damn problems with my uh headphones here hey there we go now i can hear in both ears again son of a bitch all right uh yeah so that's what i would say if i'm leaning anywhere in orlando uh washington i am going to lean orlando in the points and i would lean towards the over i think that's a little fugazi a lot of monetary liability coming in on the under next one up Rotation number 565, 566, we got the Charlotte Hornets and the New York Knickerbockers. Right now, uh, it it did open up as a virtual pick Right now, Charlotte's been steamed up all the way to the three-point favorite. Looks like across the market, two-and-a-half point, kind of depending on where you're looking. So do your line shopping if you do want to get involved with Charlotte. Um, right now, though, even with that flip, that movement, it uh, doesn't really surprise me. New York, 53% of bets and 59% of money wagered on their spread. So... Them being the uh, them being the home dog, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Anytime uh, the Knicks play an MSG and they're a dog, you got to anticipate that the entire public and all of their brothers are going to be backing them. Now, do I know if it's the right side or not today? I don't think so. I can't really tell you one way or another. Obviously, that money isn't that severe of, uh, of a monetary split. So I would tell you with uh, with this line moving up in Charlotte's favor uh, after a pick at open, yeah, maybe think about back in the Hornets, but anytime I've seen movement like this, it's like, oh yeah, that, that's the movement you got to back. The opposite side ends up winning by 50. So the books are all bass backwards and confused this year on the NBA. That's why I don't have a bunch of plays, but uh, that's where my head leans there as far as, uh, as far as the spread goes. And then the total, you see it there, opened up 226, down to 223 and a half, 223 in some spots across the market. So I think that under is the play. Uh, You see the under, though, is getting 60% of the tickets. However, the over is getting 53% of bets. So not super, super sharp, but still just a little bit more uh, than what you would like to see there uh, as far as a split if you really want to get involved with that under. Then again, I do think both of these line movements are a little fugazi on the spread and on the total. I think it's getting people to buy into the under, getting people to buy into the Charlotte Hornets, and I think it's going to be New York and the over, but I'm by no means hammering that in 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 any regards. That's a hard lean, my friend. So we keep it moving. We keep it grooving. 
Let me take a sip of that H2O in. I just wanted to rhyme. I know that it's not H2O in. It's H2O. I understand. I just needed to rhyme. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Two hydrogen molecules mixed in with a little oxygen. They come together, go in my gullet, down, and I just feel like a brand new humming bean. So... We keep it steaming on down the tracks. Rotation number 5675 City 8. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Toronto Raptors. Uh, right now, you can see it there. The line has dropped down. Uh, opened up as Toronto, the four-point home favorite. Down to three points now. Total opened at 228.5. Looks like some spots up to uh, 229, but for the most part, it's holding pretty stand firm at that 228.5. I would say get involved with the over if I was a betting man. Um, t- typically, I'm going I'm to have your eyes go over here. Typically, when you see this 5760, somewhere in this ballpark right here, what that generally tells me is that the Sharps and the public are lining up. The Sharps and the public have the same kind of thought process. It's not like 80 and 80 where, oh, yeah, that's just all the whole public side, everything. What that tells me is that the Sharps got involved early and then the public started to filter in. But there's still a lot of public betters that are thinking this one stays under with how low this total total is. I just don't buy that whatsoever. I, I would say, especially with how this one is kind of holding firm, uh, I, I would definitely kind of think about getting involved in that under, or in the over, rather, I'm sorry, over 228.5. And then um, as far as Minnesota goes, I think I'd be involved, wanting to get involved with them with this line dropping down. Um, I mean, right now you see it, Minnesota, 62% of bets, 62% of money, but that again is kind of that sharps and public lining up split for me. If it's anywhere from 65 to 55, somewhere in that ballpark, that's kind of how I view it uh, as far as that goes. So there you go. There you have that. Uh, All of my opinions on Minnesota and Toronto, no staunch opinions. There's definitely hard leans for me. Next one up, 569, 570, the Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. Um, I actually do have a play out of this game. It's actually our Wednesday Warrior uh, special play of the day, one of two special plays of the day, actually. Uh, We'll get to all of that. Um, So I won't uh, divulge too much here. I mean, obviously, you can see, uh, opened up at five, looked like it's holding pretty firm across the market, um, and and kind of that... uh, Kind of that sharp and public split I told you about on Miami, though. 60-60, right? 60-66. Yet this line is staying frozen across the market. When I talk about that, right? When I say the line is frozen, you're seeing a specific side getting 60-70% of tickets and money, and you're seeing that line not move in their direction. Opposite side, the same exact thing we just talked about. Minnesota, they're getting that split. That line moved from four to three right here five I don't consider that four and a half I think Circa opened that up at four and a half everywhere else it's holding five right and they're seeing that same split so that's what I talk about frozen line that type of stuff really 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 ticks uh not ticks me off that's the wrong term it just uh trips my trigger there you go trips my triggers is what that does and especially 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 when it is on an underdog so let me turn on my do not disturb there that shit annoys me so okay here we go do have a play on the spread. We'll tell you about it once we get to the Wednesday Warrior, but uh, maybe you kind of know where I'm going, uh, talking about Frozen Line and everything. But we'll keep this moving for right now. Uh, into the next one. Rotation number 571, 572, my friends. This one's going to be a hot, stinking pile of shit. I can't lie to you. Sacramento Kings, Houston Rockets. Uh, Houston Rockets are without Christian Wood. Um, they're without two other star players that I can't think of right now. I, I, if I had somebody else, I'd say, I'd drop it in the chat if you know. Either way, um, it's going to be bad. It's not going to be a good one. Everybody's thinking it's going to fly under, though. Um, I guess I would agree with the public. Uh, opened up 233.5, dropped down to 230.5 now, so that three-point move at 230 in most spots, actually. So if the books are going to honor it that much, I suppose I can get involved with that under. But again... <sighs> 
I'm telling you, stay away, guys. Uh, my, my eyes snapped to Houston right off the bat, the plus two and a half. That's what I saw. That's what I liked. I was all about it. And then I did some more research, and it was just like, wow, these outages, I don't know. I mean, ah, yeah, they've been doing okay, but uh, all those guys were actually in with them. So I'm going to go ahead and stay away from this one, and I highly suggest you do too. All right, four more on tap. We'll get through these here pretty quick. Uh, next one up, 573-574 Atlanta Hawks against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, right now, I got no opinions on this one at all. I'm not really concerned about money, bets, all this left, right, and center. Obviously, OKC is a huge home dog, public favorite dog. 100% uh, of bets, 100% of money so far tracked for our friends over there at Wager Talk. You see it up at the screen. Shout out and all of our guys over at Puck Time as well. I'll be able to talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, but all of that being said, Obviously, that's kind of what you anticipate seeing. Oklahoma City's played this upset kid role um, here at the end of the season. Obviously, they're probably not going to have a playoff spot, but eh, watch me say that, and then something happens. But no, nah, they're probably not going to at all. Atlanta, I do say cooks them, but you know me. I'm not getting involved in laying 12.5 points of chalk. So I'm going to stay off of that one, and I'm also going to tell you that that Total is a stay away from me as well. I was going to say under, but I just think that's a total stay away from me as well. So keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Next one up. 575, 576, the Memphis Grizzlies. I have a fuzz flying at me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Hey, see, you laugh at me and you remember more shit. That's, 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 that's my method behind this madness. You, you laugh at my goofy face and you'll, you'll retain more of this, this nonsense here throughout the day. So... 575, 576, Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, line opened up six and a half. Memphis as the road favorite. Down to five and a half. Five at DraftKings. Um, what that screams to me, especially with it being DraftKings, you see DraftKings up there, the five. What that says to me is pretty much, um, you know, the, the, the DraftKings CEO said it himself. We don't want the sharp betters playing on our app. So if they're making it easier for a favorite to cover, one of the public darlings, the Memphis Grizzlies, over there at DraftKings. What do you think's going to happen? I don't know. Call me crazy. I'd be interested in taking the points with the San Antonio Spurs. I know the Spurs ain't been spectacular. I know the Memphis Grizzlies have been hot. I'm just telling you what I see right now. 56% uh, of the handle is on Memphis and 60% or sixty of the tickets. So, again, even with that, I think with that line movement, I would lean towards San Antonio. Actually, the more I look at that and that line movement, I say that about DraftKings. Okay, hold on a minute. Yeah, that plus five and a half is interesting. Drop down to five and a half on FanDuel as well. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, add that to the old bet slip. We'll see what happens to it. Next one up, 577-578, New Orleans Pelicans against the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, I'm not going to waste breath that I want back on my death bet on this one, kids. Uh, opened up at 10, up to 14 and a half. New Orleans Pelicans is a road favorite. Do I really give a damn about laying that much chalk, or do I think that you should even have a hinkling of doing so yourself? Hell to the naw. Stay away. There's plenty of other value on this board. Um, I would tell you that maybe the under is the right side, but I would stop it at 225. Opened up 228, down to 225 and a half at DraftKings. But uh, kind of building off of what I just said about DraftKings, maybe the over is the play here. Uh, looks like a lot of monetary liability. 67% of bets, 92% of money coming in on that under. So you know what? I'm kind of interested in that over, but that's a hard lean for me uh, as far as things go there. Uh, last one up on tap on the NBA slate. Rotation number 579, 580. We got the Phoenix Suns against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Warriors are the four and a half point home dog, opened up as six and a half point home dogs. Obviously, Phoenix has been playing solid, but 
Golden State has been scuffling hard, left, right, and center. Um, I didn't look deep into this matchup because uh, I just it's later on in the night, obviously 9-10 uh, central time tips, so I don't really have to have a staunch opinion quite yet, but with that movement, oh boy, oh boy, it makes you want to get involved with Golden State, doesn't it? Oh, what the hell happened to our board? Everything's disappearing. Okay, here we go. It's coming back. We got, we got new updates. Everything was happening here all at once. Uh, so there you go. I, I honestly think with that movement, I think that's a movement you can buy into especially, especially, what have, been, what have I been telling you this whole opening boardwalk and uh, segment here? 78% of bets, 56% of the handle on Phoenix, minus four and a half, yet it opened at minus six and a half, down those two points. You got to have some confidence in back in Golden State plus four and a half. So I think that's going to be one I actually, I said, hey, I don't have any staunch opinions. I don't really even like this game. And now all of a sudden it's down to plus four on FanDuel. So ooh, think about it. Think about it. I don't know. It's on the bet slip. We'll talk about it later. Okay. There you go, all 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 NBA games covered for you here today, my friends. Now, we'll scroll down here a little bit. I want to shout out somebody, uh, a cool young lady, a rather swell young lady who uh, does nothing but cash tickets left, right, and center. Uh, got a parlay from her here today, and uh, that is at Parlays for Days. Uh, I got to learn her real name. I got to figure out who she is. She does live in the city, so uh, maybe we have to do a little, uh, little research and a little networking, but... She did put out a uh, a three-leg parlay today, and I added a fourth leg. Uh, If you want to rock it, you want to roll it, whatever. I figured while we're in Major League, we might as well talk about it. So she took uh, Philadelphia Phillies, Chicago White Sox, and the Colorado Rockies all on their money line. And then I added the Cubs in there. You got those four legs for a plus 710 payout. Uh, Ten bucks will just win you a little over $100, so... A little something for you to think about there. Just a little, little, little uh, extra pizza and beer I decided to sprinkle on that bad boy. So shout out at Parlays for Days. Give her a follow on Twitter. She's got great content. She's always cashing tickets. Uh, check her out. Faux show. But we keep this segment rolling, my friends, with the NHL slate. All right. There is one, two, three, four, five, six games on tap. I will tell you for the Wednesday parlay pop-off, we have a play out of Winnipeg, New York, or Winnipeg, Buffalo, New York Rangers, Detroit, and Los Angeles, Edmonton. That's right. I'm going to the total on all three of these matchups. I have my best bet of the day coming out of St. Louis and Vancouver, straight play. And I have my second best bet of the day coming out of San Jose, Arizona on the total, my friends. So that leaves Vegas and Seattle cracking because I'll talk about everything else once we get to the best bets of the day here in the second segment. So Vegas, Seattle cracking, I'm going to tell you just to stay all the way away from this one. Uh, I tried to find an angle. I tried to see what's up. The line does seem awful short, doesn't it, uh, for, for the, the two teams playing here? And especially with it opened up, minus 180 in favor of the Knights and uh, dropping down 160 across the market. Kind of makes you go a little, hmm, how you doing there? Okay, uh, we opened plus 150, but then again, you see Kraken only going down about plus 145, plus 140. So nothing severe there, but if I do lean anywhere, it is with the sea Kraken at home. But obviously, everybody's going to see that with limited uh, action on tap here today, and they're going to see the Seattle Kraken as a short home dog and have moved in the right direction. I think that's what they're going to get involved with. So... I would tell you to stay away. Uh, my lean is the Kraken, but I think that's kind of a setup play here today if I do say so myself. So there you go. There you have that. Uh, you Just give you a minute to be able to uh, kind of look at the uh, ticket to money, everything there. Uh, Winnipeg, Buffalo, the over is getting 85% of bets and 100% of money. Please take note of that. Detroit Rangers, the 
over is getting 54% of bets and 58% of money. Please take note of that. And Los Angeles, Edmonton, every book across the market for crying out loud is given the juice to the over, yet they have no splits for the over-under here, as we can see. So a little something for you to think about there, my friends. Uh, a little something uh, I might be talking about here soon, but also check out all the others, a uh, little different things. And let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks. If I can find my mouse, I need it over here. With the second segment of the day, that does it for board walking with Cap and Colt. Short, uh, short slate here today, my friends. Only... Uh, only those uh, 11 NBA games and then the six NHL games. I wanted to save some time to talk about it in the special play of the day because I do have one NBA play, and then uh, that goes on to the parlay pop-off with three NHL legs. So let's just talk about them all. What the hell? Let's keep it steaming. Uh, the proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks. Second segment of the day. The Wednesday Warrior and the Parlay Pop-Off. That's right, my friends. Said it a couple times now, but the Wednesday Warrior is a NBA team, or an NBA team, rather, however you want to look at it. Now, what I do need to do is stop that. I need to do one of these numbers. I need to do one of these numbers. I'm going to do one of these numbers. And then, okay, so the, 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 the beauty of, you know, producing a show, hanging out, talking to you guys, everything all in between, you know, it is a boatload of fun all right i'm gonna move you guys over here oh yeah now we're cooking now we're cooking with gas okay my friends first of all the wednesday warrior uh is going to be the boston celtics minus five now uh if you heard me talk about it just a little bit ago uh boardwalk in the nba um obviously you saw that everybody and their brothers was throwing money and their bets on miami yet that line was frozen solid at five um, it did open up Boston favored by four. You saw that too, opened up to five. And uh, I really think that's a dead giveaway that this bad boy is uh, going to be, I don't want to say sweat free, but I, it, it, first three quarters, it might be pretty sweaty, but I think Celtics closes out in the fourth. Um, they're finally getting healthy. They get uh, Brown and Tatum. Uh, Tatum was just kind of a, a little probable, but uh, they finally get Brown back. He's ready to rock and roll. And the Heat have really been struggling lately. I mean, you look over the course of the last few games, I mean, they've just... They've been missing that second gear. Sure, they just uh, had, a, had a great performance in their last matchup, but if you just go back over the last 10 or the last five even, over the last week, they have just not had that second gear in their gameplay. And uh, I think that's what we're going to see here. These two teams play a lot, and I think Boston is ready to get one of those good old lickbacks um, because they uh, they have already been beat, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I do believe they have. I, I don't want to tell you guys wrong, but I'm pretty sure uh, the Heat already beat them one time already this season. I should have wrote that down. You know me. I, I got to... Got to be the guy that doesn't write that shit down. But I know if it wasn't this season, it was that. Yeah, it was this season. Uh, Celtics actually won. Celtics uh, cooked their ass twice this year already. I do or once already this year. Um, it was at uh, Boston. Uh, this one is in Boston as well. Um, they were six and a half point favorites. Beat them one twenty two to ninety two. So kind of a similar spot. Obviously, you drop down. I think with the drop down to five from six and a half, the public's gonna say, "Oh, the last game was at six and a half. We got to run to the Miami Heat." And obviously, that's what we're already seeing with the frozen line. But you don't believe me on all that? Believe the trends. Miami, 1-7 ATS, last eight overall. 0-4 ATS, last four following a straight-up win. 0-4 ATS, last four versus a team with a winning straight-up record. And 2-5 ATS, last seven following a straight-up win of 10-plus points. Boston is 6-1 against the number of their last seven overall. 
5-0 and ATS, their last five following a straight-up loss. 4-1 ATS, their last five following an ATS win. 4-1 ATS, their last five as a favorite. 5-2 ATS, their last seven as a home favorite. And they are 7-3 ATS, their last 10 home games versus a team with a winning straight-up road record. Not to mention they're also 5-1 ATS, their last six versus a Southeast Division opponent. Give me all of the Boston Celtics minus five for the Wednesday Warrior best bet of the day. Okay, quick sip of water. Mmm, that's quality. I need some Joe too, sorry. You try to come up here and talk and not have anybody talk to you. You just get to fucking going down in. You gotta take a minute to take a sip. Give me a sec. Mmm. Oh, that's quality. Okay. We continue on with the parlay pop-off. Now, you know what I just realized is, like, I just got right into the special plays of the day, and I didn't really, like, uh, uh, tell you about any of my best bets of the day. So I'll, I'll just, I'll, uh, I'll get back to that here in a second. I guess I just was so excited to get to these. So parlay pop-off, my friends. Add the Boston Celtics minus five onto that, and then you're going to add the Winnipeg Jets against the Buffalo Sabres under six and a half total goals. Uh, under is six and two in Winnipeg's last eight as a road favorite. Eight and two last ten Wednesday games. Uh, under is three one and one in Buffalo's last five after allowing three goals or more in their previous game. And the under is four zero oh, and one in their last five meetings between these two teams. Uh, second or third leg rather, you're going to take the New York Rangers and the Detroit Red Wings under six and a half total goals. Under is nine and four in the Rangers' last thirteen, following a straight up win. Seventeen and seven. Their last 24 is a favorite. 22 and 8, their last 20, or their last 30 as a road favorite, rather. Uh, the under is 4 and 1 in the Rangers' last 5 versus the Atlantic Division. 10 and 3, their last 13 versus the Eastern Conference. And the under is 21, 2 and 3, the last uh, 25 meetings between these two teams. And the under is 9, 0 oh, and 2, the last 11 in Detroit. Fourth and final leg on the Wednesday parlay pop off. The LA Kings against the Edmonton Oilers under again. You see that under trend under six and a half. The under is six and two uh, in LA's last eight when their opponent scores five or more in their previous games. And if you uh, are five or more in the previous game, not games. And if you uh, go back and look, pretty much every trend you're going to find is over, 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 and one little under sprinkled in here or there. And that always sends red flags off in my mind. And I found one key thing that really, really solidified this uh, as to be an underplay for me, even though it is at plus odds. The under is 17-6-4, the last 27 meetings between these two teams in Edmonton. So give me all the under 6.5 for the fourth and final leg on the parlay pop-off. Now, there is the best bets of the day. I got to go real quick back to uh, all of my uh, best bets of the day real quick. Let me, uh, so that's all, that's all, I'm sorry, that's not my best bets. That's all of the Wednesday Warrior and the parlay pop-off. Now, got to quickly go back to this because I totally just like spaced. I don't know where I was at, what I was doing. Like I had everything kind of set up exactly like I needed it. And I was just like, oh, I got this on the, uh, on the parlay pop-off and this and that. So I just started to get into that and like, oh, we'll talk about it later. Well, I got to give you guys my best bets of the day, too, for crying out loud. So uh, without further ado, one segundo, my friends, uh, while I get everything rocking and rolling again over here, should be nice and easy. Oh, yeah, everything nice and easy over here. So let me get right back over here. I'm going to pull up the game so you guys can see everything happening live in prime time. Right here, right yonder. Okay, we're back in business. All right, so same spot. 
the first game oh look at me trying to click on the wrong side all right here we go first game up on tap i am uh going to the st louis and vancouver matchup let me come over uh back over here right quick just need one thing okay so i'm going to uh this matchup here st louis blues against the vancouver canucks and if you tell me on monday we're getting our lick back here today, my friends. We're calling this the NHL Liquidator, and it is time for the Canucks to get that win back that they lost on Monday. So give me all of the Canucks' money line, minus 110. Uh, yeah, that's right. They just played on Monday. St. Louis uh, beat them 4-1 to one in St. Louis as minus 157 favorites, and now this one is down to pretty much a pick em. I think it was uh, right around that spot because Tarasenko was on the pedestal, or pedestal to uh, get his 500th career point, which he did now again. It's all the way down to a virtual pick em that this game is in Vancouver. Give me all of the Canucks. I'm not buying that nonsense. And uh, one key thing jumped off the screen at me is the goalie matchup. Uh, Jordan Bennington actually starting for St. Louis. This is his first official season. He's 13-13-3-1 and uh, with a 3.14 gold goals allowed per game average. Uh, he's got a 90.1 save percentage and has gone into two shootouts. Uh, I don't trust that as much as I do Thatcher Demko. All reliable. My man 28-19. 14-1, 2.66 goals allowed average, 91.7 save percent, and he's only gone to one shootout so far this year. You obviously see the value there. I'm siding with Demko. I don't know if the Canucks are going to put up five, six goals on St. Louis and murder him like that, but I think Demko definitely keeps the Blues out of the net. Uh, there is also a yearly trend between these two teams where St. Louis wins two, then Vancouver wins two, St. Louis wins two, Vancouver wins two. Well, wouldn't you know, St. Louis has won the last two games, uh, three to one on January the 23rd and then four to one just on Monday on March the 28th it is time for a huge Vancouver rebound but if you don't believe me believe the trends St. Louis two and six straight up last eight when their opponent scores two or less goals in their previous game wouldn't you know it's just the exact same opponent they just played they're also one and four straight up last five after allowing two goals or less in their previous game I say again wouldn't you know it's the same opponent they're also one and five straight up last six versus a team with a losing straight up record one and four straight up their last five Wednesday games the Canucks five and one straight up last six Wednesday games four and one straight up last five following a straight up loss of three plus goals Again, I say it just so happens to be the same damn opponent, and they're seven and two straight up their last nine after scoring two goals or less in their previous game. Give me all of Vancouver Canucks in the huge rebound spot. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I told you about it earlier. 66-64. That's that sharp and public lining up, in my opinion. Give me the Vancouver Canucks on the money line. My first best bet of the day. Second best bet of the day. We're just gonna move right down here. 29 and 30. Real quick, I got to move over here, though. I got to do a little bit of this action, and now I should be good. Okay, yeah, I'm good. So, San Jose and Arizona. Um, I'm not going to a side, and I can't really tell you much about the tickets or anything like that uh, because I'm going to the total. I'm actually taking the over six total goals, San Jose uh, Sharks against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, feels very, I'm going to call on this one the NHL incinerator, too, by the way. We're burning the books to the ground, down to the ground with this one, my friends. Now, uh, do your line shopping because you can find the over at plus money. Some places are giving it the juice. Some places is wising up. But this honestly feels like the exact same matchup that I got burned on last night with the Islanders and the Blue Jackets. Um, the under was at minus 120, minus 122. That's exactly where this under is right now. Um, it slowly kind of trickled up, uh, uh, or, or the uh, the total did rather as they were playing. It just kind of one goal, two goal, three, four, and it just slowly, and then it finally just got over. And it was just, 
ah, just total Bush League, whatever. And and that's kind of what I think is going to happen in this game, too. It just feels like another setup. And honestly, uh, the one key thing that jumped off the screen at me is this, that there's not going to be a whole hell of a lot of defense here today. San Jose is the 20th uh, ranked team in goals allowed per game, 20th in shots allowed, and they are the third ranked penalty kill unit in the league. However, they have given up at least one power play goal in five out of the last six games. So I think that's a little fugazi. They played some lackluster teams early on in the year, and uh, they're coming back down to earth a little bit, if you will. As far as the Coyotes, 29th ranked team in the NHL in goals allowed, 32nd in shots allowed, and 29th ranked penalty kill unit in the league so like I said not a whole bunch of defense happening here today and I also think the rest factor that we're going to see is pretty big here as far as the offense goes uh, both teams are well rested and uh, there's going to be plenty of scoring in my opinion San Jose playing on three days rest where they are four and two to the over in that position this season Arizona's playing on one day's rest but they're 13 and 12 to the over in that position so again both teams well rested look for a boatload of goals here today but you don't believe me for the final time my friends let me get that off the screen goodness gracious believe the trends the over 3-1-1 one, one in San Jose's last five overall 7-2-2 two, two in their last 11 playing on three plus days rest over is 3-1-1 one, one in their last five versus the Western Conference 3-0-1 oh, in their last four versus the Central Division and the over is 5-0-1 oh, in Arizona's last six uh third third game in a three in four situation you know we love that the over is also 3-1-1 one, one in Arizona's last five fourth games in a four in six situation we love that even more uh uh, the over is also 3-0-1 in their last four versus Pacific. 4-1-1, their last six falling straight up loss, two plus goals. And the over, 13-3-1, last 17 meetings, 7-1, last eight in Arizona. Give me all of the over six in San Jose and Arizona. Okay, now I can come back in the screen. I can't. <laughs> I went a little bass backwards there today. Maybe I'll. Uh, maybe that's what I'll do. Is I'll do a little boardwalking. We'll run through everything. Uh, I. I don't know. Maybe I'll just not be a, a goofy goober and tell you when I have a play out of something. We'll actually uh, talk about it live there on primetime, and I don't just gloss over it and go into the next segment. So. There you go. Now we're back on the right track. Everything seems to be good. Let me get a quick sip here. All right. Without further ado, my friends, slide on over here, and everything cooking, looking good, absolutely love it, uh, don't want to do that over here, let me get rid of that, okay, now, my friends, that does it for the first half of the show, you got all of my best bets, uh, well, almost first half of the show, we got the Moneyline Dice too as well, but uh, that's all of my best bets, that's all of uh, the Wednesday Warrior, special play of the day, uh, the parlay pop-off as well, that's all of that good stuff, so, if you missed any of them, uh, you didn't have your uh, YouTube pulled up, you didn't have your audio turned all the way up, whatever the case might be, my friends, that's okay. Because right now, I ask you to rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, or your pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being, and your paper, or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL, or my best bets of the day, son of a bitch, still getting used to that, what the fuck ever. Whatever mode mean the method you utilize to take stock of my best bets of the day, because without further ado, my friends, it is now time to recap all of those aforementioned best bets of the day for this beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as March the 30th, 2022. Please, so kindly turn your attention directly next to me for my two best bets of the day. Number one, we're taking the Canucks on the money line, minus 110 right now where I uh, found it on FanDuel Sportsbook. And then 
San Jose Sharks against the Arizona Coyotes over six total goals at plus 100. You can get plus odds if you do your line shopping. Right below that, the Wednesday Warriors special play. We're taking the Boston Celtics absolutely red hot right now, minus five. And then on the opposite side of the screen, the Wednesday parlay pop-off. Paying out over 11 to one odds. You see it there. We're taking the Boston Celtics minus five. The Winnipeg Jets against the Buffalo Sabres under six and a half. The New York Rangers against the Detroit Red Wings under six and a half and threes a party the LA Kings under the uh, versus the Edmonton Oilers under six and a half uh, got under on the brain there my friends again I see two straight plays actually three straight plays with the Wednesday Warrior and one special play on their way directly to the pay window to bankrupt every damn book in the land but before they can I need you to Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get my best bets of the day locked in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Woo! Let's fucking go! I'm ready to bankrupt some books, kids. I'm ready to bankrupt some books. I'm done with the nonsense. I'm done with the wheel spinning. I'm done with the down 0.2 units, 0.5. No, no. We're sweeping the board today. We're sweeping the board today. You heard it here right now. 1046 Central Standard Time. We're sweeping the board today. All of my best bets of the day. Okay, my friends. Also, had the uh, good luck charm. That's been the problem. Haven't had the old puck time puck here live in primetime with me. So we got it here. Everything's all good. One final look for you guys, uh, watching live in prime time, so you can get them all hammered in, and we move on to the next segment of the day. Today's money line dice roll, baby. Uh, without further ado, let's tell you a little bit uh, about yesterday. Uh, if you did follow along, the dice selected uh, the Chicago Bulls minus three or minus four, which they covered both, and the over 222 and a half. Uh, they obviously won on the spread, lost on the total. So one and one starts of the week for the money line dice. Uh, not too shabby, 500, just about like every other handicapper out there. So we'll see if the old cubicle objects that be known as the dice uh, can get shit figured out here today. Obviously, see. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, you see it there in the ticker. Today's matchup is the Dallas Mavericks against the Cleveland Cavaliers, if you didn't hear me say it earlier. So I will go on right ahead and uh, write this down here. Dal V. Clee on 3-30-22. Okay. Um, now, as far as it goes, last time I looked, I'm going to pull up a book just to make sure we're uh, still on the same page here. Uh, Dallas was the last time I checked. Three-point favorites, where did that, yeah, whoa, hello, uh, okay, Dallas Mavericks are now down to the one-and-a-half-point road favorite, uh, per FanDuel Sportsbook right now, 130, minus 130 on the money line, uh, let me actually unplug this so I'm not just looking over here to the side, awesome, there we go, uh, and then also, uh, total at 214, so 214, total was at 213 when I looked, so it has gone up a little bit, and then Dallas now down to one-and-a-half, road favorites so holy cow uh i don't know what that means i can't tell you a doggone thing but i'll tell you who can the money line dice that's right my friends well we'll get right on into it no hesitation no delay today if i don't gee many christmas throw everything all around let's go over there and let's do this first roll of the day home or away are we taking the home team 
Cleveland Cavaliers or the away team Dallas Mavericks. I have no idea. I haven't a clue, but I ensure you that we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team! Dallas Mavericks, unofficially away team. Second roll of the day, money line or ATS. Will the die be getting a little chalky on the minus 130 or are they just going to lay the point and a half? I don't know, but I ensure you once again, we all soon find out in three, in two, in one. Money line. Money line. Unofficially, the Dallas Mavericks money line. Wild card roll of the day. Will the die be doubling down? Will they need a little re-rake and shake? Or are they going to the total to try and give us two tickets in an effort of redemption on the evening? I have no idea. I probably think that you guys don't either. But I can tell you we all find out, hopefully, without any nonsense. For the final time, in three, in two, in one. Away ATS. Away ATS. So with it being a pick'em now, uh, we'll just stick with money line. So Dallas Mavs on the money line. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed take, one ticket to the pay window tonight. Not three. That's two. Not five, not ten, but one ticket to the pay window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries. Not per any living, breathing, heart beating planet. Human being here on this planet. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say, but you know it. Per the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-living, ever-powerful. Moneyline dice hammering right here, right now. The Dallas Mavericks on the money line. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. We appreciate you for your all-knowing powers and abilities. We now go over to the tracking book. Dallas Mavs on the money line. Okay, my friends. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the second half of the show. That does it for the money line dice roll of the day. We'll get rid of all of that one more time for you uh, listeners out there. Dallas Mavericks on the money line. All right. Uh, also, if you want your own set of uh, money line dice, you saw it, saw it down there in the ticker, moneylinedice.com. Uh, head on over there. Nothing off limits. Anything uh, gets our discount code. It is TTL10. If it is your first order there at MoneyLineDice.com, TTL10. Get you 10% off your first order at MoneyLineDice.com. Head over there. Get you a set of your own all-knowing cubicle objects and start cashing tickets just like we do, just like I do all the damn time here at the uh, TTL pod. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm still uh, figuring out some of these odds and ends, but hey, what the fuck? We'll get there one of these, uh, one of these here days. It's uh, been all over the map. Either way... That does it for uh, the first half of the show. Uh, all of the best bets, uh, special play, the money line dice roll of the day, all that good stuff, my friends. So why don't we switch gears a little bit? Uh, Fifteen minutes or so, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe a little more, a little less, and uh, we do a little open floor. Feel free, please hop in the live chat. Any questions that I'm talking about, any things I'm not talking about, uh, we'll do a little rants, reactions. We'll do a little crypto corner. And then some motivation minutes will get on up and we'll get on out. So without further ado, my friends, let's kick things off with my rants and reactions. That's right, my friends. Wild, wild, wild affair uh, happening last night in Los Angeles. Um, no, no, not uh, the Lakers I'm talking about. Maybe we'll have a second for them. But uh, the Clippers, the Clippers were down by 25 points late in the game. They made a 
thunderous comeback. Came all the way back down 25. And then they got the lead, put the pressure on the Jazz, and in a Chris Weber-esque moment, old Donovan Mitchell calls a timeout when there's no timeouts, and the Jazz get a tech, puts uh, put a couple of free throws in the basket, and we seal the deal. Uh, jazz betters all over the place, crying their hearts to sleep last night. Uh, absolutely brutal beat, left, right, and center. Um, reason why I mention that is it's literally just a perfect anecdote of what the NBA has been all season long. Now, I know I'm telling you that the Wednesday Warriors special play of the day is the, is the Boston Celtics minus five. There's very, very few and far between spots, that being one of them with a frozen line, that I feel confident enough getting involved in. I mean, I just don't know how people are putting out five, ten NBA plays at, at eight, nine o'clock in the morning. I mean... Half that team's going to be out by by uh, the afternoon. Half the half the doggone roster is going to have some sort of ailment. Uh, I, I, the line's going to move eight points in, in your favor, and then it's not going to cover by ten. I mean, it just it makes no sense. I have no idea how to cap the NBA this year. You can say that you do. You can say you have all the models and everything in the world. But shout out my man Sportsbook Consigliere. Nobody knows shit when it comes to the NBA. It is a clusterfuck and a half, and uh, the best you can do is... Uh, Hope and pray you find the good right side in that everything stays the same throughout the course of the entire day and no more nonsense rolls up because then all of a sudden you're screwed out of nowhere. So, 25-point comeback uh, from the old L.A. Clippers last night. Shout out to them boys for uh, taking care of business. Speaking of L.A., um, yeah, let's talk about them shitty-ass Lakers. Oh my gosh, what in the world is going on with the Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, the L.A. Lakers this season are officially, uh, let's see, got it right in front of me, if I could, 31-44. Uh, and 44. Uh, Definitely a far cry from the, <laughs> the Lakers days of old, right? And everybody's talking about it. Shout out my man Carl Haskell, CH. Uh, anybody but the Lakers, my man, I totally agree with you on that standpoint. Um, it, it's kind of seemed like the Lakers tried to have one more hurrah, one more superstar team. And it bit him in the ass. And I watched a video the other day. I should have reposted. I should have uh, should have found a way to repost it and gone all the way through it. But uh, I I don't know I don't know if it was somebody from Bleacher Report or or who it was. But what they did is they went back, and for every single one of the Lakers' losses, all 44, 44 losses for the Lakers. You know, if you're active on Twitter. You know that every single team, they put out a, uh, a recap graphic of their game. Whether they win or whether they lose, they put, the, they, they put one of the players with the final score and uh, some nice little thing or some bad little thing, whatever the hell it might be, and they all, they all do it. Every single NBA team around the entire league does it. Now, zoned in on the Lakers there a little bit. 44 losses, you'd kind of tend to think, damn, 44 losses, they're going to have some trouble putting... Multiple guys on there multiple fucking times. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is going to be kind of a, a hassle to try and figure out who we're going to put on here now, right? So, this young man, whoever he was, went back through all 44 lost graphics from the Los Angeles Lakers Twitter account. And not one time, not once, is LeBron James featured on a lost graphic. Now, I'm not saying anything. I'm not. I'm, maybe I am. Okay. Maybe I am. Now, is that in his contract? Is there somewhere written down there in the fine print? Hey, 
no uh, no defamation of Mr. James uh, if we do lose, and even if it is his fault, he can't get put on one of those graphics. Like, what the hell is that? You think I'm joking? Go to the LA Lakers Twitter account. You will not find one loss graphic of LeBron James. I don't understand it. I don't know what's it about. I don't know if they're just trying to protect his sweet, nice, kind reputation as a winner and not as a, I don't I don't get that. What the hell? You're part of this team, too. Why the hell is friggin' what's-his-name on there 32 times out of the 44? That don't make no daggone sense. It's not all his fault. What the hell are you just making him the black sheep of the organization for? I don't know who it is offhand, but I'm telling you, you look this up. You think I'm bullshitting you. They have not put LeBron James on one of the 44 loss graphics this entire season. Even if he had like a triple-double or a quadruple-double in the damn game and they still lost, they did not put him on there. So, I ask... Is that in LeBron James' contract? Is that something we don't know about? Is there more to this T that we need to uh, dig into? I don't know. But I'll do some investigative research, some, some investigative journalism, if you will. See if I can turn up anything on that. But there you go. That's my thoughts on the Lakers. Absolutely bananas. I saw that and uh, wanted to share that with you guys. Um, MLB is right around the corner. Uh, tweeted it out this morning. I am juiced. Uh, for M- MLB to be right here. Um, I've been following, like, not that I already wasn't, but just like getting back into the flow of all my Cubs accounts, the Cubs zone, Dom. Uh, I know I'm missing a million of them, but just like, just getting back and seeing them all tweeting again because they just like kind of go under a rock and they don't tweet and they don't do anything. Me, I'm every, I'm 365, baby. It's it's every damn sport for this guy. So when these guys start coming out of the woodwork again, it's like, oh yeah, it's about to be some damn fun time. So um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, opening day is next Tuesday. I want to say Tuesday. Let's see here. Let's see here. It is. This would be, I do believe, um, hmm. I don't know what day. Hey, hey, I have this Google machine, you know. I got this. What is opening day MLB? Whoa, look at that shit. Wouldn't you know? It's April the 7th, so it is officially uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Hey, <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday. Get you a little confused there. But, uh, yeah, so next Thursday, April the 7th, will be opening day. Uh, Friday, full weekend slate, everything. Uh, so, yeah, man, baseball's back. Next Thursday, the old Cubbies get the Brewers kicking it off with the division rival uh, right off the jump. We got a uh, four-game homestand against them through Sunday. Then we get the uh, get the old Monday off, and then we go immediately to Pittsburgh uh, to play a, uh, let's see, three or a two-game stand there, and then immediately to Colorado to play a three-game stand, a four-game stand there, actually. So, And then back to Chicago to play the Rays uh, for a three-game homestand, and then the Pirates come to visit us. So right off the jump, it's Brewers, Pirates, uh, then we go right into uh, the Rays, and then or, or the Rockies, and then the Rays, and then the Pirates again. So it's going to be some good baseball to watch right off the jump, baby. I mean, you know I'm already diving into it. You know I've been looking at the first fives, um, kind of trying to get some rotations, um, everything kind of hammered down as far as who's going to be doing what, what's going to be where, some of their pitches, what they're going to be doing in certain counts. I mean, it all matters. Pulled up fan graphs for the first time in a long-ass time, dove through all of that, uh, you know, the war numbers, uh, the XFIP, I mean, all, all the good stuff. I can't wait. Um, hopefully, I can have some conversations here soon with uh, my man DRS and uh, Kevin Walsh uh, over there uh, at uh, Sports Grid. Those guys are huge on the MLB. Uh, DRS absolutely kills it. So, Donnie Wrightside Seymour, who is that? Shout out always on the right side 
Uh, so can't wait. MLB right around the corner, my friends. I think probably starting beginning of next week. Well, especially if there's like slates like this and shit, like. If like I found value today, great, awesome. If I don't find value, like we might as well just look a little bit ahead, cause then we got a hundred games, hundred plus games, and then we'll be we'll be locked in for the foreseeable future. So there you go, there you have it. Uh, all of my rants and reactions. I think. Let me check breaking news. Um, nope. Mm mm. No sir. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I think we're good. Um, nobody, nobody knows. I'm trying to see if we got any birthdays. No birthdays. If it's your birthday, jump in the chat. I'll, I'll sing you happy birthday here live in prime time. Um, no, fuck. Okay, nothing. I guess they weren't uh, weren't trying to get me ranting. I uh, I ranted too much yesterday. The US UFC put a stop on all uh, on all news for today after that rant. I rant I dissed out yesterday. So my rants and reactions, my friends. Quickly, let me get a sippy sip. Dab up the spillage because I'm obviously still a child and need a uh, sippy cup here live on set. Let's move into the next segment of the day. Second half of the show, second segment of the second half of the show. My crypto corner. All right. So, shouted out some projects yesterday, right? Talked about some stuff. Um, Maybe that kind of started spinning some wheels in the background about some other shit. Who knows? Who knows what might be coming up here around the corner for talking the line and the NFT space and Web3 and who knows? Who knows? But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. I wanted to start baseline. I mean baseline of the baseline. Um, because so many people, I know that tune into this show, um, tune into other shows, or maybe just see my content on Twitter or any of my social medias for that matter and see that I am an NFT holder and uh, a holder of a lot of NFTs and I change my profile picture all the time and Some people ask me, but I think some people are still too scared to ask me. So I view it as my duty to dox myself, because most people won't dox themselves in this space. Why the hell don't I dox myself, stare at the camera, tell you I am a passionate NFT holder. I am extremely passionate about this space. It was a hobby that has turned into a love of mine. Um, I love the people. I love the future. I love where it's going. You can get in the space right now, and people are going to tell you the exact opposite. But that's why I love it, because there's there's going to be those people in everything that, oh, the sky is falling, oh my gosh. But the main thing is is to not worry about that and to just keep pushing. Like There's always going to be paper hands in projects. There's always going to be diamond hands like me. There's always going to be people that buy, and they're never going to list a fucking thing that they have it, unless everything in the world was falling down around them and they needed some money scraped up somewhere. That would literally be the only reason. And you're always going to have those people that, oh, they said this was going to happen tomorrow or or, or yesterday. They said this was going to happen today and it didn't happen. Oh, well, I guess it's never happening again. So let me list this for 500 bucks cheaper than what I minted it for. Like it just, I get, I, I don't get the rationale, but with this knee jerk reaction of today's society. And then you amplify that with the NFT space. It's what's going to happen. And if you're getting kind of sick and tired of that shit, all these turn and burns, these flips, all that shit, like just, just stay patient for me. Like, like just stay patient and get involved in these super communities. Like if you, if you see the communities that I'm involved with what I'm doing, hanging out this, that, and the third, like I promise you I'm involved in the right communities. It's not in the communities that are trying to just fucking make a million dollars and then rip the rug out from underneath your rug, pull your ass and, and, and then go on about their lives. That is not what I'm involved in. I'm involved with people that see the future and have access to other people that even see further in the future. And 
I mean, the people and the friends and the connections that I've made in this space are beyond me, beyond me. Hey, shout out my man right here, right now, uh, Tim Cook. You guys might know that uh, might know that name being a uh, being fans of sports. Maybe the Oregon Beavers or maybe the Jacksonville Jaguar down there. Duval. Maybe you watched a little uh, little Guardians. I, I don't I don't know. Whatever you watch, maybe you watch some CFL. You saw him there too. I don't know, but my man Tim Cook is one of the realest humble human beings that you will ever come across in your entire life. And I've just had so many good quality conversations with him that I would never have had if I didn't decide to buy an NFT just one day. So I tell you all of that and you say, but still why? What? What the fuck? Cool. Awesome. Great. Cole, I can watch you here and get good vibes. What, what does that do for me besides just some investment? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad to tell you. What is an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token. Let's get out the difference first things first. What the fuck is fungible and what the fuck is non-fungible? Fungible is an item or an object or a good that can be traded for the exact same thing. Gold equals gold, dollar equals dollar, etc., etc. You see that you go to your local store and you can buy uh, uh, bananas. That is your fungible asset, bananas for a dollar. Like that is your fungible, fungible like a banana equals a banana. Like that is... Everything equals like a dollar equals that. Like that's your fungible side of things. Now the non-fungible side of things, there is a unique item that can that is not can't be sold with itself. One does not equal one. One NFT does not equal the other NFT, but but can be sold and traded for other intangible ob uh, items like Ethereum or Solana. Or now the, um, the, 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 the Coinbase is starting to, uh, to pop off. All of that, or, or Crypto.com, all of that's starting to pop off. Now, that is the general premise behind it, right? It's this one-of-one one art that is no, there is no banana equals banana. There is no gold equals gold. Now watch, every time you think about this, you're going to say banana equals fucking banana. Okay, I get it. Okay, I'll fucking get it. So non-fungible token. What's the point of holding that non-fungible? Why is that uniqueness so important? in where we're going and what the future of web3 is why is that so important because think trading cards think trading cards how crazy and important to culture were trading cards back in the day everybody and their brother has them i guarantee you know somebody in your family that has a box of them stuffed somewhere in their fucking basement somewhere might, might be worth 250 300 500 dollars i don't know but where did i tell you those cards were Stuffed in some box in the basement somewhere there or their house and they're never going to fucking look through them at any point in time and see if they have any value. That NFT is right smack dab in your face. It's on my profile pictures. I can flex it on my OpenSea. I can post it wherever I want it. It's always right here. And the moment I buy it, it only starts going up in value. Now, sometimes it'll, it'll fluctuate depending on what the, the community thinks, but it only goes up in value. It is not like a normal tangible asset, like a car that you buy on the lot and that fucker immediately goes down. NFTs immediately go up. Now, let's take that one more step further. These trading cards. Okay, cool, Colt. I see it. Okay, I'm starting to put it together. It's the investment. You see the community. Okay, shit, there's the trading cards. I could probably make some money there. Okay, you're starting to see it, right? Now, hold on. There's one more thing. These trading cards, they get you access to that community, but specialized things within the community, in-person events, concerts, meetups at a bar, 
Uh, Whirly ball for my Chicago fans out there. Hey, shout out everybody out there. This is just examples. Maybe there's a tokenomic system within your NFT that by holding this NFT for every 24 hours, um, let's for instance, like, like I have one now for every, every 24 hours, I hold this bear, I get $10 in toys and they're in game in in game token or 10 toys. Um, and it's very, very minuscule, but that allows me to do stuff inside of their world that nobody else can do Buy their merch for completely dollarless free, but utilize their in game token. So, I am able to have so much access by just holding this trading card instead of putting ceramic on it, sticking it in a shelf somewhere, and, oh, hey, that's worth a million dollars. Cool. What the fuck else does it do for you? Exactly. So, hope you had some light bulbs. Hope some shit going off. The difference between fungible and non-fungible, kind of the whole point of NFTs. And there is so much... Like, I could go down another 15 minutes, like I, another hour. There is so much that comes out every single day if you just get curious. If you just get curious and start doing your own research, that's all they talk about in this space, do your own research, and start formulating questions and pop in a space and ask somebody something that knocks their fucking socks off, watch how fast you take off in this space. They notice it because it's the future. It's the new. It's the, it, the Web3 is here. We're in Web four for crying out fucking loud. I mean, and 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 that's all I can say, guys. This is this is the time. So I hope hope that gave you a little bit of something to think about. Uh, just wanted to start baseline. And again, I said I'm gonna tackle a topic or or like maybe an NFT 101 like that. Like maybe we do, hey, how to set up your fucking MetaMask account. Maybe we do that tomorrow. You know, just some basic NFT 101 stuff. And uh, I got some other stuff in the background cooking with this crypto corner. This might turn into a whole nother show in and of itself uh, as a part of the TTL Sports Media family. Um, I've been talking with some, for you fans of crypto out there in the NFT space, I've been talking with some big names in the space, trying to get them to dox themselves, maybe make some other content. We'll see what's good. We'll see what happens. But uh, as far as today goes, there's my lesson, my NFT 101 and my crypto corner of the day. All right, my friends, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, get on about the rest of our days here. Uh, Ten minutes after the top of the hour, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little better. If I didn't have to go back and give you guys all my best bets of the day, I think I would have would have been right about an hour here at this point. But hey, there's a little nonsense, no big deal. But it's 11:11. Make your wish. How about that? I always seem to take a break right at 11:11. I don't know if just something's cooking here, guy. I, I don't know, but just stay stay strapped in. This rocket ship sure feels like it's about to take off at some point in time, but. The old boosters just keep heating up, just keep heating up. So I right, stay, stay tuned. We'll see what's up. But quick sip. What else do I got today? Uh, yeah, that's about it. A little motivation minutes. Let's get a little inspiration and uh, motivation in our our systems here that we all can use. Even I can use. Probably hear my own words. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we'll get on up and we'll get on out. Hi T. We'll see you soon. If you heard that. <laughs> it's now time for my motivation minutes. Now, my friends, I heard this, um, I think flipping through Instagram the other day and I just where this guy was at and, and like I started to formulate my own thoughts and I was like, well, this is a whole motivation minutes topic. Like I can totally talk about this. Um, so what I want to talk about today is, is discipline and, being disciplined in your life and I wanted to ask you a couple of questions or I guess pose kind of a couple of statements just to kind of get some thought going and and kind of I don't want to make you feel dumb but maybe it's a slap in the face you need I I don't know now 
tell me why. Tell me why. When your boss tells you to show up to work on Friday at 7 a.m. On a Friday, knuckles dragging, fuck this fucking bullshit. I hate this job. Oh, fucking shit. When your boss tells you to show up and you're doing that, you look just like that. Do you still show up at 7 a.m. or not? Okay, I know the answer, but you 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 just you you keep that to yourself there. Now, well, you you know you got a a doctor's appointment, 2 p.m. Yeah, a doctor's appointment coming up. You know, uh, or or or, or, or let's, let's 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 go let's go a little bit let's go a little different than that. Let's go, um, let's go a deadline. Let's go a deadline at work. Something something more along those lines, right? Boss says, hey. I need this. I'm gonna give this to you uh, to to kick off the week. I'm gonna need you to do a little work over the weekend. I'm gonna need this Monday morning, 8 a.m. sharp on my desk. You gonna do that, or are you just gonna blow it off and hope that come Monday it magically did itself? I think I know the answer, but again, go ahead, keep that to yourself. So let me ask you this question: Why the fuck do you think it's okay that when you have an idea to shoot to shoot a YouTube video, or make a podcast, or Start that small business or pursue that passion or put that goal on paper. Why do you always say, I'll do it later? Why do you always say, why do you become a hubba da hubba da guy or gal? Why don't you treat yourself with the same exact respect that you treat your boss with or your manager or whatever the case might be? And this got me down the track. And I hope that had a eureka moment for you there, you guys, because that's where it was for me. And this got me down the track of something the legendary Jordan B. Peterson uh, once said. And I believe it's the third chapter in his book, um, uh, uh, Beyond Order, or no, Beyond Order is the second one. Uh, the Twelve Rules for Life, An Anecdote to Chaos is the first one. Um, the third chapter is treat yourself like somebody you're responsible for taking care of. Now, why is it that we seem to always be able to feed the cat? We always seem to be able to take the dog on a walk. We always seem to be able to make sure grandma's got her stuff handled for the day and that she's always watched over. But the minute that we need to eat something healthy, we decide to run through the McDonald's drive-thru. The moment that we need to do some prayer and meditation, we decide to flip on Netflix. Why the moment that we need to put our nose to the grindstone, we decide to kick the feet up and flip through Twitter? I can't answer that for you, but... Maybe it's time to start treating yourself like somebody you're responsible taking care of. And if you don't do this damn thing right here, right now, your life ain't going to go nowhere. And maybe it boils down to just having some self-love and some self-respect. Not maybe, it does. That's all it is. Love yourself enough to not be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I could have given more. Damn, I, I probably could have done a little bit better. Have enough self-love for yourself that you don't want to feel that way and you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, damn, you definitely could have gave more, dude, huh? Or dudette. Have that self-respect. Realize that nobody's going to fucking pull you up by the bootstraps and do it for you. Nobody is going to keep pushing you down that path. When you chase a passion or a goal or a dream, there's nobody behind you. Nobody's holding your hand. Nobody's walking with you. Well, maybe if you have a, th a belief in a higher power, 150%, he's always holding your hand. But ain't no human being walking with you when you go in those moments. And there is nobody that's going to tell you, I need you to show up here at 7 a.m. There is nobody that's going to tell you, I need this deadline done now. You're just going to have to fucking do it. 
And if you don't have the gumption that you can't get up, look yourself in the mirror, you don't have the self-respect, you don't have the self-love to say, yo, when I have an idea on Monday about starting a podcast on Friday and Friday comes, I'm not going to get that anxious pit in my stomach to say, hey, I got, I got this to do, I got that to do, I can figure this out. No, fuck that. Now is the time. Right here, right now. Stop coming up with excuses and start treating yourself as your own boss. If you told yourself to start that damn podcast and it needed to be on your desk at 7 a.m. sharp Monday morning, wouldn't it be? I'll leave you with that, my friends. And I close out my motivation minutes of the day. Whew! That one got me. Holy shit. Hey, hey, I hope that one was good stuff. That one got me for crying out loud. I've... I heard that one the first time. Uh, he was just kind of the, the guy. I I just heard kind of the thought process of like your boss telling you to show up for work. Like you would be, fr- no matter how bad your knuckles are dragging on Friday morning, pissed off, angry at the world, and your boss tells you to be at work at 7 a.m. on Friday morning. Your happy ass is gonna be in that chair at the desk at 6:45 probably. So what's what's the difference between you and you? It's all it comes down to. It is you, and you. Have some love. Have some self-respect and watch the barriers fall down. Okay, always a little additional sprinkling on there. My fault. But for now, 18 minutes after the top of the hour, I got shit to get into. I got nonsense to dive into. I got viral nonsense, IRL nonsense. Who knows what type of rabbit hole else I dive through here today. What I do know, my friends, is it's been a while since the old Wise Words podcast has come across your airwaves, but not no more, my friends. Today, it's back live in prime time right here on this YouTube channel. Please hit that notification bell over there, the subscribe button too if you haven't already. 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, the Wise Words podcast drops. Featuring, I'll tell you just because you guys are watching, the legendary Jim Root. He is the man, uh, college basketball analyst, sports betting analyst, uh, has his insights featured with the Action Network, Picks Wise, Better IQ, Fade the Noise. Um, he is part of the three-man weave that comes out of Chicago, Illinois, if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, basically, college basketball safe haven. So me and him just literally, like, you know me, college basketball, me and him just literally, like, got half chub talking about college basketball for the entire show. It's absolutely electric. Um, speaking of chasing your dreams, your passion, we got kind of in that rabbit hole, too. He gave some awesome thought, because if you don't know who that is, he is a younger guy. He's, he's closer. I, I think he's 27 or 28. I think he's a couple of years older than me. Either way, um, either way, absolutely electric show. Um, fi- talk Final Four, too. Uh, both matchups. Talk national champion. Talk betting in general. Um, got down some other college basketball rabbit holes, holes life in general. I mean, it's a hell of a show. Um, obviously, it's going to be a little different than uh, what you're typically used to seeing, much like this show, too. But hey, that's all good. Um, I'm going to tell you, it was a fucking electric factory. I went back and watched it last night uh, again for the second time, and uh, it's good stuff. So there's my one announcement for the day, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Wise Words Pods drop, uh, and then it'll be on all major podcast directories right after that. And then uh, sometime around 1 Central on the uh, TTL Twitter page, you'll see the uh, clip compilation everything drop out there, too. So... There you go. There you have it, my friends. Sure seems like episode number 250 of the TTL pod, if I do say so myself. So without further ado, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, for and what? For myself, your humble, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Captain Colt Soroka, I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and hang out with me today. I know I say it all the time, but... You guys' love, your, 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 your energy, your positivity, 
it, your your retweets, your comments, your shares, your subscriptions, your views, I, everything you guys do for me, like it means the world from the bottom of my heart. Like I am just a humble dipshit that shows up every day and that has a severe passion about cashing tickets and talking about sports and sharing the insights that I have and just being an edu- edutainer. I just love when one of you guys hits me up and say that you were fucking rolling, you were laughing about this. I said, like, I don't even remember half the shit I say. Like, again, I am just a dipshit that shows up here every day that just wants to make an impact and wants to make a difference. And you guys sharing your time and your energy with me is more than I could ever ask. I'm not going anywhere. I ain't fucking leaving. I promise I ain't going nowhere. Uh, We're going to keep making this thing bigger and better. And who knows? Who knows what tomorrow looks like? Who knows what next week looks like? Who knows what next month looks like? But I don't fucking care because... I love you guys, and I love all the support that you've given me. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And for now, I hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. And as per usual, my friends, get all of today's best bets hammered in. I'll put them on Twitter, too, so you can check them out one more time. So you can stay right alongside moi at the end of every single show. Let's cash. Some tickets.